0: Welcome once again to 10 Minutes in the Field. You must have been wondering where we have been. To be frank with you, we were using a free account to host our podcast and it ran out. Praise God, we managed to pay for a whole year for unlimited storage. We are back online and we praise God for that. One thing for you to pray for though is that uh, we are looking for office space for our ministry here in Rwanda. This is step one to have Word of Life officially registered here in Rwanda. Kindly be in prayer for that. We have identified a house that would be suitable, but it's uh, $200 above our budget. We are praying for individuals who would like to give on a monthly basis towards our office space. If that is you, do not hesitate to get in touch. I really hope you enjoy the testimonies of Mr. Peter Varkaic. I would like you now to meet Brian Robinson, great guy. I hope you're encouraged by his story. Mr. Brian Robinson. Brian, I understand that uh, you love ministry and uh i also know a little bit of your story and what i want you to do right now is to bring the entire team that is listening right now up to speed with what god has been doing in your life for the i don't know the last couple of years now it's true that missionary work can be very very dangerous and uh i'm talking about christians who are afraid uh, to serve to go beyond the comforts of their home to go beyond their security uh, That. Uh, Maybe the nation is providing because there's so many threats. When you look on the news, there's threats everywhere in Africa. There's threats, it doesn't matter where you go. It feels like you cannot live anywhere, live alone, take Christianity out there to anyone. And I also know that that will be the case for you, but it is not. Could you just please share with us your story, especially about your father and uh, what exactly happened as a
1: child uh, growing up? So I grew up in a, a family of five, uh, um, my mother and my father, and I have three uh, three siblings. I have an older brother, an older sister, and a younger brother. Um, fast forward to when I was just a teenager, about 17 years of age, my older siblings were away at university. and. It was my mother, my father, my younger brother, who was about 15 years of age, and myself. And my father, um, who was my mentor, who was the man who led me to Christ when I was 10 years old. Um, He was the spiritual leader of our home. Um, To this day, I smile thinking about as a child walking to my bedroom and passing by his bedroom and seeing him and my mother on their knees Mm. next to the bed praying together. Mm. It was a great example uh, for me now that I'm older. But what you're talking about was the time when he, for the first time, was able to go on a short-term mission trip Mm. with our church to Haiti. Mm. And he was going there to help Uh, restore and build a church Um, it was in Cap Haitian Haiti near Port-au-Prince and he was so excited to do this I mean you can't even imagine how excited he was and um, in preparation for it he had done so much with the uh, the group that was going down He left, uh, I I don't remember the day of the week, but he left to go down to Haiti with this team from our church and within two days, we had gotten a phone call that he had um, fallen. He was on the rooftop of the church and one of the beams that he was sitting on while putting shingles on the the rooftop Mm. had broken and he fell about 35 feet mm. to the ground. And um, we were told that he was in a coma, and, um, but it was pretty bad. And you kind of just went about your day um, just wondering, because the last time you saw your father, he was smiling and happy and so excited to go mm. serve the Lord because his favorite verse mm-hmm. was Philippians 1.21. For to me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. And he desperately lived his life with that verse in mind. And I'll never forget the the day that I walked into my house and straight in front of me was my mother rocking in a rocking chair with both pastors standing to the right and to the left of her, Mm. just consoling her. And I knew in my heart right then that my father had passed away He wasn't in a coma anymore. It wasn't just an accident. He had died. Mm. And my mom said, your father's not coming home. And I I didn't immediately get emotional or sad. I was immediately worried about my younger brother who was in the other room quickly cleaning up the house because we had guests in it. You you all know what that means. Mm. And um, I went in and told him and he wouldn't believe me and I had to get him to stop cleaning and look me in the eyes and I said, Jamie, dad's not coming home. And there's this pause that happens in your life because you go, oh my gosh, what am I going to do now? Mm. Um, My mother never worked a day outside the home. Mm. You know, she was a homemaker. She raised us children. She clothed us and fed us and and managed the home, which is a very difficult job to do. And my father was an engineer. He was an engineer who always served the Lord. Mm. And it was his lifelong dream. A really neat, neat part of this story is about a week after he had passed away, Mm. my sister received a letter in the mail and I still have that letter. And in that letter, it said, By the time you receive this, I'll be serving the Lord full time. And here he was just going down there for a part-time mission trip. Mm. It's as if he knew that he was going to go home to be with the Lord. Really amazing.
0: Brian, I know that... uh... Just before your dad set off, there's a couple of things you put in order. Like you said, it's like he knew he was not coming home. But after all of this, how did that, in fact, affect you uh, as a child? Was there any impact in all this? How did that affect you as a child?
1: Well, at first, you don't really know how to manage it mm. because it went from having your father and having this spiritual leader in the home. Mm to nothing you 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 couldn't prepare and my mother my father was only 46 years old 47 years old my mother was 46 Mm -hmm. i was 17 just turned 18 and my younger brother was 15 and i only include like the four of us because again my older siblings were away at school and there's a lot that you didn't want to impose on them you wanted them to keep doing their university work and not mm. have to worry about that and um, in my life I pretty much stopped what was happening and went to work right away mm. because I felt like it was my responsibility then to take care of the family
0: start providing for the family right mm. what's amazing is that uh, today you love ministry and. Uh, For a child knowing that your dad has passed on serving God, usually a typical child would just simply develop a hatred for God, I mean thinking the same God he's serving, the same God that took him, why would such a loving God take my father away from me? But I also understand that right now one of your children actually is serving and you too have been to Africa several times, your love ministry, you've done exploits for the Lord. How were you able to deal
1: with all of this? Where was the heart change for you? Well, it was, it was difficult because we were kind of a middle-class family mm. and overnight we lost everything. And um, you wonder... Some people wonder, where's God in this? Mm. And the it took a while, but what's interesting is you find Him. Mm. You, you find Him at a whole new level and you understand that He continues to be there for you. Um, and things aren't so smooth that it's easy, mm. but but again, his spiritual leadership leading up to that moment gave us those tools that we needed and that foundation that we needed to kind of push through that. And um, so if anything, it inspired me, not just me, but it's inspired my entire family. Mm. Um, my older sister and her husband Uh, found an organization called Change This World where they they'd feed hundreds of thousands of people globally Mm -hmm. uh, through rice packing events and things like that. My younger brother's been to the Dominican Republic serving. Mm -hmm. I may be considered that I took it to a whole new level. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean I've been in over 50 countries Mm -hmm. um, most of which are philanthropic Mm -hmm. trips um, I've co-found organizations. Um, if anything, my father's legacy uh, just inspired me to seek God in that way.
0: Mm. Could you just take a minute and share with us, what, what's your life for us? that The pivot of all that you believe and that inspires you every day to keep doing what you do. What exactly from God's Word keeps you going every day when you're about to give up? Thank you for listening to 10 Minutes in the Field. To support the ministry of Word of Life in Rwanda, Visit www.give.wol.org/location/Ronda. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next week. Bye bye.